Good morning once again. This is Community Pulse, your local report on the coronavirus pandemic in mid-Missouri. You can catch Community Pulse Mondays and Wednesdays at 9 a.m. on KOPN, and all episodes can be found online at kopn.org and also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Today on the show, our host, Jenny Chadwick, is joined by Nick Muter, creator of the Missouri Vaccine Spotter website. They'll talk about vaccine distribution, grassroots organizing to increase access, and more. Good morning. Good morning, Nick. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. And good morning, Jenny. How are you doing? Good morning. I am just ecstatic to interview my guests today. So, Nick, you do not know the number of times I hit refresh on your website a day, and I would hate to admit it. (laughs) So I am so excited to get to talk to you. So as always, we start with, and and Nick, I'll give you an update, and also for our listeners who might be new to the show today, Matthew Holloway. He is a, I'm going to call him a lay person in the state of Missouri. He started back a year ago now just tracking the data. He was interested in what was going on with COVID-19 and saw that our um, state health department was not reporting quickly or even there at the time, data across counties on number of cases and number of deaths. And so Matthew has been daily updating Missourians across the state on number of cases. So he identified 774 cases of COVID-19 for um, yesterday in 70 deaths. So that brings our total to 538,000. 399 total cases of COVID-19, and as far as deaths, we are um, 9,239, so getting up close to 10,000 Missourians' life has been lost from COVID-19. Today, or last night, he always posts around midnight, he shared a really interesting graphic um, that has the percentage by county in Missouri of how many people have been vaccinated. So right now, the state of Missouri has 16.8% of our population with the first dose and 9% with the second dose. And if you look at that, it's um, sorted by percentage of county. So Atchison County being 23.7%, Shelby County at 23.5%. We are coming to you live from Boone County. We rank fifth in the state, and there are over 100 counties in our state that are vaccinating. So here in the county that you're talking in, Nick, right now, we have 21.5% of our population vaccinated. But we know that varies drastically. The one place you probably are familiar with in the state of Missouri is St. Louis, and we are making national news in that only 10% of St. Louis City um, and St. Louis County are vaccinated. So quite a disparity And when we look at disparities, we think, how can we get access to people and how can we help them get connected? So a grassroots effort has been happening across the state on people getting connected. And we found your website and thought we hit a gold mine. Well, that's great to hear. I'm glad it's it's been useful in your efforts. Um, And yeah, your efforts are very commendable to sort of help those people out there. So tell us, where are you located, in what state, and how did you get interested in wanting to create this spotter? Yeah, so I'm located out in Denver, Colorado. Um, mm-hmm. And so, um, so yeah, the tool that I sort of built on the website I built, Vaccine Spotter, is it sort of came about a few weeks ago. Um, and it really sort of came about after sort of 
hearing and sort of listening in on a lot of my coworkers' frustrations and finding vaccine appointments for their parents. Um, so, you know, the, there's it's complicated finding vaccines. There's a variety of different paths you can go down. Um, but once pharmacies started carrying out here, you know, that opened up another path towards mm-hmm. getting vaccines. And but then sort of it quickly became apparent just how frustrating that could be to try to find these appointments on these pharmacy websites. I'm sure if anybody's sort of gone through this process, they're sort of aware that it can be, you know, it's a lot of clicking around, trying different stores, realizing that the store closest to you doesn't have uh, any appointments, clicking back, you know, it's just a very repetitive process. And um, so at a high level, what the tool I built tries to do is it tries to gather all that data automatically across all the pharmacy chains that I can get access to. Um, and then sort of put that in one place so you can then just sort of quickly and easily see, like, here are where the vaccine appointments are available. Um, and, you know, and then hopefully it makes it a lot easier to book appointments rather than just sort of needing to search around endlessly across different pharmacy chains. And I think, like, as you point out, so you're in Colorado and you probably recognize and notice that in the major metro areas, vaccines are a whole lot less accessible. I am in Missouri using your tool. And so to listeners um, who have loved ones across the country who might be eligible for this vaccine, this a vac- COVID-19 vaccine in their state, this spotter is looking at all the states, correct? Correct. Yeah, it's looking at all 50 states, um, Puerto Rico and the U.S. Virgin Islands. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it varies. Coverage varies state to state. Uh, It really just sort of depends on what pharmacy chains I've been able to add to this, um, because sort Mm -hmm. of each pharmacy chain I sort of need to add manually to the site. And that sort of is a process. Um, But, yeah, between, you know, I cover a lot of the big national ones like Walmart, uh, Walgreens, CVS. So that covers a lot of states. But then I've added more localized ones. Um, uh, yeah. Hy-Vee, I think, is that in Missouri? Uh, yes, Hy-Vee yeah. is in Missouri, and we, you know, okay. <laughs> there, yeah. there, there was a request by one of the team members. So we have a, a social media page that is helping, you know, just crowdsource shots. And, and she said, you know, Hy-Vee used to appear at the top, and now it doesn't. And I really liked it when it did. So <laughs> that's just curiosity. Like, how are you finding and deciding how those um, sites are organized within when you're looking at the tool. Yeah, and I mean, this is definitely an area that I, I know could be improved, the tool, and it's changed over the weeks as I've sure, mm-hmm. sort of tried to take feedback from users. So I really appreciate any feedback you all might have. Um, previously, yeah, it was just organized by pharmacy chain, um, mm-hmm. where you sort of just saw pharmacy chains and then sort of any appointments they had. Um, a few days ago, I sort of added some new features and functionality that allow you to search by zip code and sort of show everything on a map. And as part of that change, I sort of, if you enter a zip code, um, then the uh, um, pharmacies are organized by distance from your zip code. Mm-hmm. So that's how they're sort of there. If you're looking at the statewide view, then they are organized by essentially just how recently I've been able to update data on that. So that does sort of change. So, yeah, again, I realize these might not be perfect solutions. So, again, yeah, I, I welcome any feedback. So, uh, yeah. Okay, so feedback. We joke that in order to get a vaccine in the state of Missouri, you have to have a computer science degree. What is your background to create this website that 
It's such a useful tool. Um, I do have a computer science degree. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so my background is in computer science and software engineering. Um, mm -hmm. so, so, yeah, that's what I do it, it, for, for my day job. Um, mm -hmm. And so this has just sort of been a side project that I started to sort of work on after sort of, again, hearing hearing a lot of frustrations out here. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, hopefully it's been useful. I mean, yeah, it, it definitely, I, I get how challenging it can be to navigate all this stuff. And, um, it, and yeah, each pharmacy's website is different. I mean, I'm sort of trying to figure out a way to sort of collect all this data sort of more mm -hmm. automatically so it can sort of be aggregated in that sort of single place. And so, yeah, that involves a lot more technical things. But even if you're not doing that, yeah, it could still be challenging to just navigate these these websites and figure out all the little quirks, depending on which pharmacy chain you're dealing with and all that, I'm sure you're aware. Yeah, so that's I did want to bring that up. So we know that each pharmacy you look up and schedule the vaccine in a different way. So even the difference between here's two national chains that we often put together, the Walmart and the Sam's Club, and, you know, you probably realize this on your instrument when you look at the state of Missouri and down at the bottom, it lists all of the um, pharmacies that the tool is scanning and that, you know, Sam's Club is coming up in the red because it's not pulling the data from that Sam's Club since February 26th. I'm going to make an assumption and I, I'm just curious. So now Sam's Club has a button you have to hold down to get it to confirm that you are a real person. And I'm assuming that maybe the, the tool can't do that, so it can't scan the SAMS clubs anymore. Yeah, that's uh, that's basically correct. Yeah, each website is different. And, um, yeah, unfortunately, sometimes these websites change. Um, mm -hmm. Some of these websites sort of have anti-bot technology that sort of can interfere with sort of the ability to sort of you know, sort of aggregate and scrape this data from these websites, which is what I'm trying to do. Um, and, you know, this can sometimes fall into a gray area. I hope I'm, I'm trying to be very courteous in how I access the pharmacy website to not overload their systems. I'm, you know, I, I sort of feel like this is all public data out there. So hopefully mm -hmm. it's all okay what I'm doing. Um, but it's, um, yeah, I'm just trying to gather that data and represent it in sort of an easier-to-use way. But, yeah, you are right. So certain websites have been more problematic to integrate with. And, yeah, I mean, Walmart and Sam's Club is sort of a funny example. I had sort of assumed that they would use some similar sort of back-end systems to sort of access the data, but they're pretty different. And so um, while I've been able to get Walmart working more reliably, Sam's Club mm -hmm. has been problematic. Yeah, um, I actually have some stuff that can sort of click and hold on that button. Um, and so that that does work sometimes, but largely it's been broken and I haven't had a chance to look back into it just because they, yeah, they have more aggressive anti-bot stuff that's just time-consuming to deal with. So, yeah, that is unfortunately the case for several chains, but... And so I have a public health background, and, and when I look at your map, and, you know, thank you, you know, just recently the map got added, and I think it's been an excellent feature, but the map really shows the vaccine deserts, as I call them, in our state. And, you know, you look at St. Louis, and, and there's a, a, a desert there. There's that one green dot <laughs> I'll bring up because I know that we've all been fooled by that one green dot. There is a there is an error in the system that says that uh, – 
Kirkwood has a vaccine available at a Walmart and it, it's not there. So <laughs> listeners, if you see that green dot, don't try it. We have all been fooled by it. Um, but we see, we can see these vast deserts of, you know, like vaccine inaccessibility, but then we see where the concentration of vaccines are from that tool. As we look, you know, more on a, a global or national scale and think like, where is vaccines accessible? Have you heard of anybody utilizing this tool to just show vaccine accessibility and um, the the inequalities that we are seeing? You know, I know that this is not just in Missouri. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, uh, I, yeah, I mean, it's definitely, I think, a problem everywhere, just sort of these differences. And I mean, it's, uh, I, and I don't know, I mean, you know, in some ways, you know, when I first released this tool in Colorado, I heard, you know, that, you know, in some ways, perhaps it helped or hopefully helped. I'm not quite sure. But, uh, you know, it helped people see where maybe vaccines were available. And for some people that are willing to sort of drive or are able to drive mm -hmm. distances, that was able to sort of, you know, better maybe distribute vaccines amongst people. Um but I know not everybody can sort of drive or go further distances. And so, yeah, I mean, it's just sort of unfortunate the way way that is with a lot of places where vaccines are highly in demand, but the vaccines aren't available. And, yeah, I'm not aware of anybody doing that type of um, sort of analysis, mm -hmm. sort of country, you know, wide. Um, I've, I, you know, I publish all of my data that I have on sort of all of this sort of freely available so um, certainly I know some other people have started to, I think, maybe do some of that. Um, I think I saw something. Somebody did, I think, it was actually in Missouri, I think, um, a map analysis before I had come out with my map um, on the website itself of sort of availability. And so I think that is something of interest, and I hope by putting the data out there that that will make it accessible for people to do that type of further analysis. But um, but I'm not aware of anybody that's done that. and. I don't necessarily have any great insights on that front other than, I mean, I just know how frustrating and unfortunate a lot of this can be. So. Mm -hmm. And, you know, right now at any given time since you have had this tool up in the state of Missouri, we see that there is somewhere in the state that you can get a vaccine if you have the means and the time to get there. Um, you know, there for a while, the instrument was alphabetized um, by city, like after you looked at the, the, the site, it's by city. And we had wondered just recently, it had changed the order. And I think you answered the change in the order, Nick, but it sounds like the order is now changed by the most recent update in the system. Is that correct for the state? Yeah, if you're looking at the statewide view and not, like, if you haven't searched for a location, but, yeah, mm -hmm. if you're looking at the statewide view, then it's based on, yeah, how recently it's, the data's been updated. Yeah, because that was one of the questions of one of our vaccine spotter utilizers was, can he make a, um, a notification when a new site in Missouri gets added? But I think the answer is it, it is automatically at the top. Could there be a notification process for any time a new um, place gets added in the state? Yeah. So, I mean, that is definitely um, something that has been sort of on my radar for since mm -hmm. the beginning of, you know, features and functionality I'd like to add to this. Um, 
and so that is that is something that's been on my radar. Um, the sort of code behind all this has been it's open. So uh, some other people have started to contribute this, and actually one person has started on a notification system. So that's unfortunately something I haven't gotten to yet, but. Um, Notifications are sort of on my radar, um, mm-hmm. but I, I think there's also some some issues with you know, I, yeah, I, all of this gets tricky because you know I, I want to make this as easy to use as possible and just sort of get the information to people that could use it. Um, but then, yeah, I mean there there are sort of then equity issues with sort of who's getting access to this information and mm-hmm. all of that gets tricky, which I've heard that feedback from people as well. So, I, yeah, I don't, I don't totally know. But, yeah, the, the notifications, I, I, it is on my radar, I'll say. Excellent. And I think that, you know, I was I hadn't really considered it because we've been utilizing this resource in such a magnificent way in helping people across the state get vaccinations. Um, but, you know, somebody could catch all of those appointments that are coming up and maybe – somehow know then and be able to capture and get appointments for maybe somebody who was on their list. And, you know, right now vaccines are free across the country. There is no charge for anybody, regardless of insurance status, as long as you qualify based on the state criteria. And I will say, if you're not sure if you qualify, Dr. Alleman did a show on Monday going through in detail. So listeners, if you didn't hear it, I would definitely they catch it on our Spotify or on our website because the, um, the recorded show is on there and it tells and talks about everybody who can get vaccinated right now. On Monday, Nick, the state of Missouri is opening the next tier, and that next tier includes a lot of uh, all government workers, all communication staff, um, anybody working in public works. And so uh, do you find that as you look at this kind of on a, a more national scale, are there states that you see that people are going to more often at certain times? Um, yeah. I mean, um, just in terms of like where I see people accessing the website and what states mm-hmm. they're accessing. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, um, yeah, unfortunately I haven't had a chance to really dig into that. I mean, there's so much, I think, fascinating data behind the scenes here of just sort of, you know, Who's active in the site? When? Who? You know, when do vaccine appointments become available? Sort of all of that. But yeah, I've sort of been uh, just busy trying to keep things operational and you know running that, that I haven't really had a chance to dig into that. Um, so yeah, I'm not I'm not totally sure. Sort of what I mean. The, I will say the tool tends to be the most popular still in Colorado since that's where it started earlier and sort of the you know, going into other states only happened a week or two ago. Um, and so, so yeah, um, but beyond that, unfortunately, yeah, I don't have really any great insights. Um, but, but I definitely see random spikes here and there in different states. And I'm not totally sure what leads to that. Uh, you know, I don't know whether it is vaccine appointment availability. Seems like a lot of word spreads on Facebook. So I get a lot of traffic from Facebook. And so I don't know, I think there's a lot of these sort of you know, vaccine helper groups that organize on Facebook. And so I think they may share this a lot and sort of, yeah, it may have to do with when appointments become available, that then people start sort of, you know, swarming the site. But uh, but I'm not, I, I don't have any hard evidence to back that up. So something that we've noticed here in mid-Missouri and across the state is that um, certain 
um, chains put their vaccines online at certain times. So, for instance, Walmart's come online around midnight our time, so central time, and um, Hy-Vee's often come available around somewhere between 6 and 8 p.m. Do you? I'm curious if the site gets more traffic at certain times or if you're seeing these trends across the country in the times that vaccines are becoming available. Yeah, I mean, I, um, I mean, once again, yeah, I, I've, I've actually been collecting a lot of this data to sort of mm-hmm. analyze those historical trends of sort of when stuff like that happens. But again, unfortunately, I really haven't had a chance to look at that data or do much with it other than I'm collecting it. Um, but yeah, I have definitely heard that from a variety of people, sort of just, you know, the times and that lines up with, I think, you know, what you mentioned that, you know, Walmart always posts at midnight and some of the other chains have seemingly more specific times. Um, but that's not always when they post stuff. So I, I, I still see mm-hmm. a lot of just changes throughout the day. And I don't know if that's due to cancellations or what that's due to, but, you know, appointments can come and go pretty quickly depending on the location. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think in general, I mean, yeah, I mean, in terms of website traffic and trends on that front, um, I haven't looked at it sort of on a hourly basis. Um, I think I just sort of noticed that it tends to be more popular during the day. I think that's just maybe when more people are looking um, and sort of have time to look. Um, it probably dips in popularity a little bit in the evening, but so that is interesting that um, some providers maybe post some some stuff in the evening. Um, And then, yeah, it's definitely quieter sort of in the the very early uh, or midnight hours, uh, despite the fact that, you know, obviously some providers post stuff, um, you know, at those hours. But I think, um, you know, maybe there's the, the hardcore people that are still looking at the site then, but... Um, but more people probably look just during the day. And, you know, this site became very popular, Nick, and and I want to thank you um, for teachers across the state in that the state of Missouri has not opened the tier for teachers and child care workers. And so when President Obama declared um, that all federal sites would allow for COVID-19 vaccinations, this vaccine spotter is really scanning um, vaccines that are going, coming from federal sites. And I know it's probably not the only um, vaccines that you're scanning, but by far majority in the state of Missouri, the vac- vaccinespotter.org um, is scanning federal lo- uh, locations. And so maybe for our listeners, and, and, and Nick, you might already know and understand this, but the, the state of Missouri is getting vaccines from the federal government, and then our state health department allocates those vaccines out to different pharmacies and locations. So, for instance, the University of Missouri healthcare system is getting, you know, thousands of vaccines um, so far, and those are coming from the state. Our state is having mass vaccination sites um, that the, the National Guard is hosting, and those are state vaccinations, even though it's National Guard state is hosting those mass vaccination sites. And so any location that has a a state vaccine is not allowed to allow teachers or child care workers to get vaccinated. And they have been pretty firm on those regulations. And it's actually interesting as you sign up for a vaccine, 
it will not give you that option of a child care worker or teacher. The vaccine spotter in all locations that I've seen so far in Missouri on the vaccine spotter are all federal vaccines. So those are coming directly from the federal government to the location and have been mandated to allow teachers and and child care workers to utilize the vaccine. Is this something you're aware of or, you know, have thoughts on? No, that was not something I'm aware of. Um, yeah, that's fascinating. I mean, yeah, that just sort of further shows the complexities of all of this. I mean, just the fact that there's different sort of rules depending on where you're getting, um, yeah, vaccine appointments. And, yeah, and maybe one thing to clarify uh, that's maybe not clear is that Vaccine Spotter tries to just scan a lot of the pharmacies that have mm-hmm. online appointment availability. Um, yeah. It doesn't necessarily... Um, you know, there's a lot of other ways maybe to get vaccines. I, I think that varies depending on state. Um, but I've just focused on the places that have online appointment bookings, essentially. And so that maybe doesn't include stuff through other healthcare providers or other, you know, mass vaccination events that are sort of more one-off events. But um, mm-hmm. just one thing to clarify. But, yeah, back to the teacher issue and sort of the difference rules. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I hear from a lot of people, I mean, I just get lots of emails about people sort of talking about all the different rules and regulations in their states. And, and even within some of the pharmacy providers, I think there's been struggles with, you know, as new tiers roll out and phases, you know, sometimes the pharmacy websites aren't updated to account for that. So they don't have the proper questions to ask for, you know, depending on who's eligible. And that I think sometimes just takes time time for the pharmacies to resolve. But um, yeah, that's, that's super interesting about that. And yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, I don't know what to really do about that other than just sort of, it's, it's very complicated. And yeah, I mean, I appreciate people like you sort of, and other people out there that are helping people find these vaccines and dealing with all of these local rules and regulations and sort of all of that and helping people navigate that because yeah it's just extremely complicated it is very complicated and so <clears throat> i've got a question that's kind of specific but i'll try to make it broad um if uh if somebody in the state were to know of a vaccine provider that's providing quite a few doses in in the state that's not on your tool could we provide you with that um that you know, information. So for instance, HealthSmart Pharmacy um, has a website and you probably recognize that HealthSmart Pharmacies are across the country as a a mass chain that the federal government is directly getting vaccines to. Um, And and while some of these local pharmacies are HealthSmart Pharmacies that may not be getting um, national vaccines, there are are over a couple dozen health smart pharmacies in the state of Missouri that are getting vaccines and health smart so far has not been put on your instrument. If we knew of a, a site that we are going to that's having significant amounts of vaccines, would it, is it helpful or possible for us to let you know and you can add it to the instrument? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I definitely welcome sort of any feedback on potentially other chains to add. Um, And yeah, I sort of have a big running list. I mean, there's stuff, you know, all over the country I've had requests for, um, Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to add new things. Um, But yeah, I I definitely 
would welcome any advice on sort of those those types of things. I mean, the ones I've added again, I've sort of focused on ones that sort of have those online appointment availabilities yeah. that can sort of be gathered and sort of pre- presented. So that's been my main focus. But I think, yeah, anything I could sort of add or link to or sort of do other stuff, I mean, I think that would be great. Um, so, yeah. Okay. I, I really can't thank you enough and letting you know how important this tool has been to Missourians. And we're so grateful that it exists. So we, like so many people are volunteering time for COVID-19 and this is a tool that is helping across the country, Nick. So um, last thoughts or, or comments for our listeners as we wrap up the show. Um, well, no, I, that was, that's very kind and I'm just uh, super appreciative that, yeah, it's been useful and um, yeah, I mean, everybody, yeah, like you said, a lot of people are volunteering time sort of in different ways. I'm just sort of, uh, you know, <laughs> Me being a nerd, this is how I'm volunteering and sort of trying to do my part. Um, But I also really appreciate everybody else that's volunteering their time and helping out in other ways. So, yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. Nick Murder with VaccineSpotter.org. Please go to the website. You know, this is something that you can find a vaccine for your loved one in a different state, right? So not just for Missouri, but across the country. Back to you guys in the studio. Thank you so much. That's it for today's edition of Community Pulse. Special thanks to our guest, Nick Muter, creator of the website that aggregates open vaccine appointments in all 50 states. It's called Vaccine Spotter, and you can find it at vaccinespotter.org. If you missed part of this program or want to share it with your friends, you can find it later today at kopn.org and also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. As always, we invite you to share your questions with us as we plan for future episodes. Leave a message at 573-874-1139 or email gm at kopn.org. And you can catch the show again live on Monday at 9 a.m. with host Dr. Elizabeth Alleman. And a big, big thank you for everyone who donated during our spring pledge drive. We rely on the support of our listeners like you to keep community radio alive and well in mid-Missouri. And we're grateful for your continued support. 51% is up next. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.